Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. And if you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below as always. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out our channel. Let's dive straight in to today's Reddit stories. And our first story comes from Prudent Coat 8988 titled, Am I the arsehole for not quitting my job over colleague's crush? I, 32 female, live with my partner, 44 male, and work in research. My primary colleague, 30 male, and I have worked together for two years on major projects involving significant intellectual and labor contributions from us both. The project is expected to span at least another two years and is vital to both of our careers. Not long ago, my colleague confessed to me that he is and has been infatuated or in love with me for pretty much the duration. It took place via a long email that was written after an evening of drinking. This was totally unexpected. In retrospect, there have been some signs, but nothing that wouldn't just as easily be accounted for by a considerate personality. Shortly after this confession, I came to my husband with the issue. I wanted to get his advice about the situation and showed him the drafts which I'd composed to organize my thoughts on the matter. They stated unequivocally that I'm not interested in a romantic relationship and hope these feelings won't complicate our work together. I was again surprised at my husband's reaction. He seemed offended to think I might have invited my colleague's affections and that I should immediately quit my job, as in put in notice tomorrow. So I was so taken back, my immediate reaction was to laugh slash snort at this suggestion, which was probably a mistake. That would be utterly disastrous for my career and isn't an option I'm willing to consider. I'd greatly prefer this entire scenario had never happened, as a difficult and lengthy project hangs in the balance. But I have no real concern at this point about my colleague forcing the issue or letting it compromise our work. It seemed like an intoxicated getting my feelings off my chest. 
I'll need to put a lot of thought and caution into how I proceed with the work dynamic, but abandoning our project isn't even on the table. About a week passed, my husband has been alternating between irate and the silent treatment and suggested several times that I should move out of the house to be with my new spouse. Today, I swung by the house on my lunch break and found the locks changed and my luggage on the patio. I've been blocked on his work number and cell. Obviously, he cannot possibly intend for me to really move out and is just pulling what I absolutely believe to be an arsehole-ish power sulk. But seeing how seriously he has taken this has my doubts up. Maybe I was ultimately too uncompromising when I refused to even entertain quitting my job for the sake of conversation and his feelings and to shut the idea down so abruptly. Am I the arsehole? And to my surprise, at the end of the story, we have two updates which we will cover after the comments. And I will start off by saying you're absolutely not going to be the asshole in this situation to me. I think you were very sort of pragmatic about the situation that you went straight to your husband with the draft that you'd written out to explain it. That you, know, you were saying this project is very important to your career and, you know, getting rid of it right now isn't, you cannot do that. And I think going to you and showing those drafts initially should have settled your husband's feelings. And don't get me wrong, I can get your husband's guard being up slightly, you know, another man confessing his love to his partner would raise my suspicions. But if someone came to me and explained the situation like this with a draft email in front of me saying this is what they want to say and that they have no feelings for them, etc., etc., I think I would understand that. But I'm looking forward to the update on this one because that the husband turned to putting your luggage on the step and locking the door immediately instead of talking about stuff is really concerning, isn't it? Well, it is to me anyway. But past disaster 7986 says and quotes, today I swung by the house on my lunch break and found the locks changed and my luggage on the patio. I've been blocked on his work number and cell. Obviously, he cannot possibly intend for me to really move out. And then says, I know it's hard to face, but I suspect he actually does if he's gone to length of changing the locks and packing up all your stuff. If this is how he acts over you refusing to ruin your life over something so minor, though, you're probably safer off without him. If you do talk to him again, which you absolutely shouldn't unless it's police present or through a lawyer, do not leave your job for him, no matter what he says. Almost every abusive relationship starts with a man convincing the woman to leave her job. My abusive ex tried it and thank God I didn't because it was my lifeline. And this behavior has abuse written all over it. Find a place to stay that he can't possibly know about and get a lawyer. Change any passwords he would know, especially anything tied to money or credit. Check with a lawyer before doing this with joint accounts though. Keep a charged cell phone on you at all times. Make a trustworthy person know where you are and consider getting some kind of self-defense tool. He may go insane when he realizes you're actually leaving and not begging for him back. Not the asshole, obviously. Edit corrected because I noticed that you used the word husband further down. Get a lawyer. Edit because of the update. OP, please, please do not go anywhere near this man alone. If you feel the need to have a conversation with him, do it virtually or at the very least in a crowded public place and bring a friend or relative, preferably a strong male one. So again, a hint of where the update may go here. Cynthia 12 says, not the asshole. Your husband, on the other hand, he's totally the asshole. And quotes, he seemed offended to think I must have invited my colleague's affections and that I should immediately quit my job. And then says, because obviously the only reason someone could possibly have a crush on you is because you have instigated it, slash sarcasm. Who is on the house? He can't just chuck your stuff out. That's a great conversation to have with a lawyer. 
OP replied to this saying, house is actually in my name, inherited from my dad before I married. The luggage he packed contained only some random things, a couple of suits, miscellaneous items from my nightstand. This makes me believe he's just chucking an outsized tantrum instead of expecting me to actually vacate. But you brought up some good points. Bigo Bigo says, oh my gosh, run girl, you did nothing wrong. On the contrary, you need to leave this man, focus on your job and find happiness with someone not so insanely, and that's what he is, jealous. And before we move to the update, we'll go with Satan's interior designer who says, not the asshole, by a wide margin. Your husband is blaming you for something you have no control over and is overreacting by a lot. You have every reason to take your time to let your colleague down softly because your career is in the balance. Your husband is a huge a-hole and you should lawyer up. So update, hubby called me, long story short, he's been extremely anxious each day when I leave for work and buckled from the pressure today. I'm welcome back home once I've quit my job, which is obviously still unacceptable. I'm considering taking a week of accrued paid leave, which will hopefully result in an adult conversation with husband, as well as coming to a decision about how best to handle colleague. That failing, I'm hearing the word lawyer loud and clear throughout these comments. I'm grateful for all the support and perspective. Update two, I ended up calling my sister 38 female, something I avoided initially because I didn't want to stir the pot by involving family members who are already disliked by husband. I'm currently with her and cousin 35 male who are both supportive. Our plan is to call locksmiths tomorrow to regain access to the property. Husband can ruminate with friends or at a hotel for the present for cousin to collect some important things of mine from the house and for me to stay with my sister for a few days while I take a hard look at my situation and options. I'm not set on divorce at this point, but I definitely need to reassert some very basic boundaries before exploring further discussion with husband. Thank you strangers on Reddit for helping me emerge from the emotional haze with some clarity. And whilst not a conclusive end to that story, I think we did get a very I think can almost see like a path where this may go through. Husband seems to be doubling down on their decision like you're not welcome back until you kind of quit or you will be welcome back. Those were the words, I think. To which OP is, sounds very logical in their thinking. I don't think they're going to accept that, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, this is her house for Christ's sake. <laughs> so you get that guy out of there as soon as possible. But yeah, I think you need to have people with you because it sounds a bit unhinged to me. What do you guys think of this one? What do you think about the update as well? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Homeless Mum one Am I the arsehole for refusing to send my daughter to live with my sister despite being homeless? I'm 22 female, I have a three-year daughter and we are homeless. I lost my job and my home at the beginning of the pandemic. I've since found alternative employment. We're not on the streets but are living out of a hotel. The problem for me is coming up with a deposit. Pretty much everywhere requires the first two months rent, the last month and a deposit. That coupled with a grand a month for rent in my area, it's proven difficult to come up with a deposit. My sister keeps offering to take my daughter so that she has a room of her own to stay in, but every single time I have refused. In the hotel, my daughter has a privacy curtain between our beds, so she has visual privacy and she doesn't want to move in with her aunt. Recently, my parents found out about my sister's offer and are really pissed off I won't accept. They've called child services on me twice, who found no issue with our current situation since it's not illegal to be homeless with a child. 
My daughter has everything she needs except the back garden to run around in and child services are just fine with that. My parents still think I should accept my sister's offer to provide my daughter with her own room and think I'm being a major asshole by not doing so. I don't think I'm being an asshole here since my daughter also does not want to go. Am I the asshole? ETA, my sister wants me to cover all my daughter's expenses if she goes there. Now, to me, it almost feels like there could be more to this somewhere along the line of where, I don't know, where sister's trying to play something or there's something in the background that we may be missing. And I only say this because I think there could be potential other options. Why isn't sister offering OP to stay there as well? It, it stops the issue of having to take child away from mother. Is there no way one of these family members could offer the down payment as a loan to OP so then they wouldn't have this issue in the first place? It almost feels like they're just not trying to support you because rather than, you know, actually trying to help both of you in this situation, they're just trying to get daughter out of it and you still have to suffer on, which would be even worse for you because you wouldn't have your daughter. It just makes no sense to me. So I'm going to definitely say not the arsehole in this situation, you know, although I can see this, it's not a great situation for a three-year-old to be in or yourself, actually. I mean, you're in a hotel room. It's not like you're out literally on the streets, is it? So absolutely not the arsehole from me. But Texono says, not the arsehole. Your daughter doesn't want to go, so why make this any worse for her? Also, if child services have deemed it okay and your daughter has everything she needs other than the garden to run around in, cue a trip down to the local park instead, then it's fine. Out of curiosity, why isn't your sister offering to take you both in? If she has a spare room and she knows you're in temporary tough situation financially, I say temporary given you said you have no employment now. Why doesn't she offer you both the spare room at a cheaper rent than a hotel until you can save up money to rent somewhere else? If there's no reason not to, then I would say the sister is being the real asshole here, not trying to help both of you out in order to avoid splitting the two of you up. Future Jake Santiago says, Info, why isn't your sister offering the house to both of you? To which OP replies saying, she only has one spare bedroom and apparently it's inhumane to force a toddler to share their room. When I had a house, she slept in my bed most nights anyway. Brown dog emoji says, not the arsehole, mostly. While your living circumstances aren't ideal, they sound like they are safe, secure, and stable. Children can adapt to circumstances that are less than perfect at your daughter's age. Being with a parent is better than not in general, and nothing you are describing sounds like you're a bad parent. However, I do wonder why your parents and sister aren't offering you support. Do they blame you for getting pregnant? Do they feel you're irresponsible in some way? Are there other circumstances that make them think you should not parent your child? Because if the answer to these questions is honestly no, then I'm at a loss to why they would want to split you and your young daughter up. Either help with your rent deposit or they give you rent-free housing together with your daughter or they offer childcare while you work or they shut the fuck up. My opinion might change with more info, but on the face of it, you are not the asshole. Ninja Hiding in the Open says, calling child services but not offering you a room. Is she after your kid? Parents and sister could offer housing or money for the down payment. Sounds like there may be more history to this. Marla M says, not the asshole. If they really care so much, why don't they offer you both a place to stay for a month or two so you can save up what you need for a place without paying for a hotel? A three-year-old would much rather be with their mum than have privacy. And the comments pretty much continue down that path. But what do you guys make of this story? Do you think there is more going on than meets the eye? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story.
And our next story comes from, am I the arsehole, was I wrong in this? Titled, am I the arsehole for joking, I'm dating the wrong friend. Oh dear. I've been with my girlfriend for about six months and we started hanging out with groups of people, introducing each other to them, being more official. Last night was my turn to meet my girlfriend's friends. She was actually invited to a friend's birthday get together and the friend had told her to bring me as well. At the event, another girl, Beth, was there as well. She is a friend of the birthday girl, but not of my girlfriend. In fact, my girlfriend doesn't particularly like her, saying she has a habit of bad-mouthing people and the common friend, birthday girl, has implied in the past that Beth has done the same thing to my girlfriend. We were at a restaurant and me and my girlfriend happened to sit across Beth. My girlfriend doesn't do red meats or red wine, opting for white wine and seafood mostly. I'm a huge steak and red wine guy, and when Beth ordered the same thing, I joked, huh, I'm dating the wrong friend. I could feel the temperature drop on my girlfriend's side. And when we got home, she lashed at me for saying that, and of all people, to Beth. I told her it's not a big deal as it's just a joke. And she said, I could have made any other joke and now Beth would probably shit talk about how her boyfriend liked me all over town. I think this is petty girl drama, but I do feel bad for making her feel bad. Am I the arsehole? And we have got like a a small edit slash update kind of thing, which comes after the comments. So we'll do it then. You know, and from what I got, it's a relatively new relationship. You're just meeting their friends and you know, Beth and your girlfriend don't get along particularly well. So it's one of those situations, just sort of like read the room. And when would a good time to be saying something like that to someone your girlfriend doesn't like a joke? (laughs) I'll do an air quotes, a joke like that. There was no one, no one at that table apart from Beth maybe, who's going to look up and laugh at that particular joke as we're calling it here. (laughs) It was disrespectful to your girlfriend, it was obviously going to hurt your girlfriend and then you played it down by calling it petty girl drama as well. So yes, you're going to be the asshole in this situation and let's check out some comments to see what they say. With Dangerous Bean 74 who says you're the arsehole, it doesn't matter if it was just a joke. And by the way, it really wasn't, since as you made clear, Beth isn't your girlfriend's friend. She's someone who you've made aware has literally been nasty to your girlfriend behind her back. You went out your way to not only compliment Beth, but to literally to do so on a way that compared your girlfriend unfavorably to her, right in front of a group of all their mutual friends. You were deliberately disloyal, thoughtless, and indifferent to your girlfriend's feelings in a way that told everyone there that you'd gladly toss her under the bus to be flirty with someone who has treated her badly, right in front of her. You're the arsehole, 100%. Peanut Buttercup says, am I the arsehole for telling my relatively new girlfriend that I should be dating a girl that she told me that she dislikes instead of her? Mostly because this girl likes the same food I do. It's a joke, get it? I'm telling her this girl she doesn't like is better for me than her. You're the arsehole. Araya523 says, lol, you're the arsehole. On the plus side, your girlfriend might actually dump you so you can run off and date the friend now. As per my previous says, you're the arsehole. Boy throws an egg grenade in the middle of dinner, gives Bambi eyes and the who me face, but decides it's girl drama and not that he should take responsibility for his fat mouth. And Borky says, you're the arsehole clearly. You knew that. At best, your partner is no friendly with Beth and at worst has previously been wronged by her. That's an arsehole joke to make under any circumstances, but the added context is just shit sprinkles on top of the major arsehole cupcake you've produced through your actions. Now we're going to move on to the the mini update slash edit, which says, thank you everyone. 
It was quite a ride going through all the comments. I've been told by my girlfriend before that my jokes push it quite a bit too much, but I didn't think one of my jokes would hurt and make her feel disrespected or I wouldn't have done it. I'm taking her out tomorrow to make it up to her. Seafood and white wine will be on my menu. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if your partner did this to you? How would you feel in that particular moment? Let me know your thoughts and verdicts on all of today's stories. As always, I would love to hear them, but never any pressure to share them either. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories. It means the absolute world to me. You being involved with the channel makes a huge difference and I can never thank you enough for what you do. Thank you for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.